Hey guys, what's up? What's going on? Welcome back to the Don't Avoid Success Podcast. This is your host, as usual, Terrell Jackson. And today, we are continuing on the series entitled, Make Mistakes Make Sense. That's Make Mistakes Make C-E-N-T-S. And today is part three of that short series within the Don't Avoid Success Podcast. Now, today we're talking about rising strong and bouncing back after failure. Have you ever watched where you see someone scanning the ground? Sometimes they do it on the dirt, by the beach, by the ocean, in the sand. And then sometimes you see them with the headphones on. They're scanning the ground and listening for certain sounds, surge in the meter, so to speak. And they kind of sound like the original internet days. That sound, you remember that? Bad impression, but y'all know what I'm talking about. I believe they're called metal detectors. I'm sure there are other fancy names out there for them, but I'm going to go with metal detectors. These people scan places where there has been foot traffic, but they are in search of value. Just as places people hunt for gold can be commonly visited places, we know that the ups and downs of life such as emotions that we experience are common to the majority of people having a human experience i believe this is how perspective works perspective allows us to scan the decisions that we make and use consequences of those decisions and find value in our experiences so when we talk about resilience resilience is your ability to take on tension that's my definition but look at the standard definition the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties some people call that toughness or you can look at it as the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape or some people just call that elasticity now there are two weapons that represent resilience one is the ak-47 the AK-47 is known for its durability and resilience even in extreme conditions. It can function in a wide range of temperatures and is resistant to dirt and debris. The Tomahawk is another one. The Tomahawk is especially made for military or survival purposes and are crafted for resilience and versatility. They can serve as both a tool and a weapon in demanding situations. I think the Tomahawk in this situation is something that we can very much look at. It can serve as a weapon or a tool. And when we go through things, like I mentioned earlier in the human experience, just like that traffic back and forth on the beach. Everybody has went there. Everybody's been there. So many people have crossed it. That traffic is like our emotions. That sand on that ground or that dirt on that ground is like our emotions. Everybody's been, most of the people have been happy. Majority of people know what it be, means to be sad. People know what it is to win, what it is to lose. All of these emotions are what make up the human experience. But just as that metal detector scans with a specific purpose, it scans with a specific purpose to find the value in what everyone goes through and goes over and has experienced. That's why the Tomahawk is great because just like our experiences and our emotions, some of us can 
be able to utilize those emotions to become a tool or even in extreme conditions can become a weapon. But right here, we're talking about don't avoid success. So we're going to use it in the terms of spiritual, emotional, mental, and business intelligence. So let me give you three examples of the time in my life, in my life, where I have found gold where others only saw dirt. Number one, buying and selling motorcycles for a profit. It's as simple as looking online, looking at specific makes and models of motorcycles, and me having had the enough knowledge to know for a fact as soon as I looked at that, that it was underpriced and that the value was more than the price that it was listed for. So I would go in and I would make an offer and when that offer was accepted, I'd do one or two things, take one or two steps, I'd upsell that motorcycle for a profit. I found gold where they only saw dirt. Another example was when I decided to go to school and the team that I went to college to play for, they were consistently the worst team in the conference for year after year after year after year. But guess what? I heard that just like everyone else. Just like everyone else walked over that sand, everyone else walked over that dirt, I had developed my tool of finding value in that career. I had developed it enough to be able to make a decision that I can get gold out of dirt. Dirt represents something that's looked over and doesn't necessarily scream value at first sight. You have to have certain levels of perspective in order to analyze it. And you have to have a certain level of faith and courage in order to take that chance. So yeah, that's the second time. Even though that team was consistently picked as the losers in the games, two years later, we won a championship. So that's the second time that I found gold where others saw dirt. And the third time was me equipping myself with a CDL license, even though I'm a college graduate. Eventually, I earned six figures with my LLC as a sole proprietor. And so where I was hearing, you know, you hear people say, go to school, get your education, get a good job. You don't hear people saying, go to school, get a four-year degree, then go get a CDL. And start off making 32 cents a mile. My first paycheck out there was like a hundred something dollars. And so when I looked at the situation, I was able to look at it. Just like that tool, that metal detector, I was able to look at it from a unique perspective based on what I had been through in life and how I could find value where others might not see it. And we all have that ability to look at things from a unique perspective. We all have that ability. If you're a barber, you can look at someone's overgrown hair on their beard and on their head and you can see where you can sculpt the masterpiece. All I might be able to tell them is, been a while since they had a haircut. Barbara's thinking, oh, I could do a lot with that. You know what I mean? If you're a trainer and you see a person that's overweight and that they are having trouble walking upstairs and struggling, you might see that person and you can say, you know what? This person has great potential. This person can do amazing things if I give them these tools and these steps. 
And so we all can look at different perspectives, just like spiritual leaders and preachers and spiritual healers can look at people who are down, who are struggling, who may have issues, who may be dealing with just down and out in life and people who have that ability to uplift and speak into their lives and give them value where other people may have counted them out. That's a gift. Each one of us has a gift of being able to see value where others may be overlooking it constantly. And so that was my third one. But let's get personal. Let's just be honest. There have been times in my life I'm looking for the gold in others while they're only looking for the dirt in me. But that's when emotional intelligence comes in. Because let me give you guys an example of how to make sense, C-E-N-T-S, out of mistakes. Right? So understanding how to make sense. Write this down or replay this or keep this in your mind. The people who only see dirt in your product or service are not a healthy target market for you. If you go down a list of all the things that you do, all the things that you offer, all of the things that your community is about, your group, your family is about, and the person or people that you're trying to present it to don't like anything about it, those are not the people for you. God bless them, but don't overexert yourself trying to make the thing that you're building or the vision that you have or whatever God put on your heart to do in life, don't make the mistake of thinking that it's for everybody. It's not. Even in the Bible, it talks about Jesus went to his own and they received him not. Even in the Bible, it talks about not casting your pearls among the swine. If you go to a person's house and you try to present them with value and you try to give them the word and they don't accept it, dust your feet off, move on to the next house. I'm paraphrasing, but these are all in the Bible. So that's the first thing. The people who only see dirt in your product or service are not a healthy target market for you. Number two, the people who find value in what you are providing as a service or product are the people that you can better serve. So on one hand, you got people who you can't do nothing right with. Then you got other people who say, oh, I've been looking for that. Oh, man, I've been, I think like that too. Oh, I would love to know more about that. Oh, what else? And they're very inquisitive and they get excited. And you can see that they have a need that you're able to feel. Those are the people that you continue to serve and you continue to model your product around that avatar, meaning that demographic of person. You describe that person and then you service to that type of person and you continue to build your company, your service, your product or whatever around that prototype of person. Not that we're looking at people as not human. Everyone's human. Everyone's opinions count. But everyone's opinion is not for you. I'm just saying. Now, understand this. Resilience is the process of enduring both groups. Because many people will be in between the two extremes that I just mentioned. Many people will be in between not liking anything and not seeing any value. 
and liking everything and wanting to be a part of everything. Most people going to fall in between it. So you're going to fall in between. You're going to like I face examples like this when I have small business, just my clothing line. I face examples like this. You have people who will criticize constructively. But when you make the adjustment, they become a part of the community. So I had people say, man, I like that shirt, but man, can you get it in red? And if I go and it's within my means and it's within what I'm standing for and I can get it in red, I go get it in red, they buy it. So from one hand, I had the people who never bought anything from me. Then I had the people who bought everything from me. Then I had the people who made a couple of suggestions Falling in between, and once I made those adjustments and I brought that service or product back to them, then they bought into what I had to sell or what I was trying to uh, say or what my brand represented. Now, you got some people, and this is what new people in business should be careful about. I don't care what business it is. I don't care what you're trying to do. This is something extremely important. Some people will make suggestions of what to incorporate, but it may not fall within the ideals and core principles of your brand. So sometimes you have to turn down certain money and relationships as to not be sidetracked. Okay, staying consistent with that same t-shirt line example. There were some people who suggested things that just... I didn't know how to access it. Not only did I not know how to access it, I really didn't think that it would go within the scope of what I was trying to say. And not only that, it would cost me more money and time to go try to sidetrack the path that I'm on, serving the type of people that I want to serve, and then go try to side educate myself just to service one customer. Now, it's been situations where People did want me to do things, but they paid extra for it. That's different because when I make that extra money, I can put it back into what's already working. But new business people, new builders, new entrepreneurs, new visionaries understand this. And I'm going to tell you again. Some people will make suggestions of what to incorporate, but it may not fall within the ideals and core principles of your brand. So sometimes you have to turn down certain money and relationships as not to be sidetracked. And that's very important. So rewind this, go back, listen to those things that I just mentioned, ponder on those examples, run them through, see how they fit you, see how they match you, and then get back to me. But as we're closing, I want to thank you guys for tuning in so far. Once again, this is the Don't Avoid Success podcast. And who we're targeted to is any individuals who are looking to succeed. You're looking to define what success looks like for you. It doesn't have to be monetary, but we are here about spiritual growth, especially spiritual growth. We're also about emotional intelligence, emotional growth, and financial growth. But our main thing is we want to get people unstuck. We want to help people move beyond stagnancy. We want to help people transform people-pleasing habits into success. 
We want to help people overcome the fear of failure and ultimately succeed. That's why it's called the Donor Voice Success Podcast. Four key takeaways that I want you to know today. Number one, you're in position to rise up if it feels like you're down. Number two, with resilience and the right perspective, you can bounce back after failure stronger, better, and wiser. Number three, the right environment puts you in better position for success, whatever that may mean to you. And the last but not least, mind your business, mind your surroundings, and most importantly, mind your thoughts. This has been another episode of Don't Avoid Success Podcast with me, your host, Terrell Jackson, and you've listened to the third part of the series of Make Mistakes Make Sense, and we discuss rising strong, bouncing back after failure. Until the next part four, tune in. Until next time, talk to you later. God bless. Peace.